0: Bill O'Reilly here. Friday, May 10th, 2019. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. And here's what's happening this week in the 2020 race for the White House. Former Vice President Joe Biden takes a massive lead over his Democratic competitors. President Trump's approval rating hits a record high among likely voters in one poll. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi warning Democrats to, quote, stay in the center ahead of the election. New York Mayor Bill de Blasio may be preparing to get into the race. And Senator Cory Booker calling for stricter gun control. Also coming up, my message of the day. But first, to the race. Vice President Joe Biden has become the clear frontrunner for the Democratic nomination. According to a new poll, 46% of Democratic voters now support the former VP, giving him a 32-point lead over his closest competitor, Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders. Rounding out the top five Democratic contenders, Mayor Pete, 8%, Senator Warren, 7%, Senator Harris, 6%. Meantime, President Trump's approval rating hit a new high this week. According to a recent Gallup survey, 46% of Americans approve of the job the president is now doing, highest the organization has on record for Mr. Trump. The rating tops Barack Obama's approval rating at the same point in his presidency. And, of course, Mr. Obama went on to defeat Senator John McCain in the 2008 election. Over to Capitol Hill, where House Speaker Nancy Pelosi telling her Democratic colleagues to, quote, own the center-left and the mainstream in the lead-up to the presidential race. The California liberal is concerned that radical elements within a party could turn off moderate voters, by pushing unpopular policies like the Green New Deal and Medicare for All. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, a very controversial guy, reportedly close to making his decision on whether or not he'll run for the Democratic nomination for president. According to a recent poll, just 1% of Democratic voters would support de Blasio. I do not expect the mayor to jump in. Cory Booker proposing a national licensing program for all gun owners as part of his 2020 platform. The New Jersey senator's proposal would require anyone seeking to buy a firearm to undergo gun safety training and sit for a personal interview in order to gain a five-year license. Now, you might have to wait quite a while for that personal interview, which is exactly what Senator Booker wants. Coming up, my message of the day. But first, it takes vision and intelligence to protect yourself and your family in this very complicated world. And that's why I'm happy to tell you about a company I recommend, Wise Foods. Freeze-dried food is a modern-day miracle. It tastes good, is healthy, and get this, can be stored for up to 25 years. During Superstorm Sandy, I lost power for seven days. All my refrigerated food, done but not my food supply from Wise. You can never really know what tomorrow may bring, but you can have peace of mind knowing that you'll be ready with all you need. Please visit wisefoodstorage.com bill and explore their starter kits and long-term emergency food options. They're even offering free shipping plus a big discount of 25% off for my listeners. So please go to wisefoodstorage.com bill. That's me. WiseFoodStorage.com/bill, or you can call 855-269-0501. That's 855-269-0501. Here now the O'Reilly Update message of the day: The fire that devastated the cathedral at Notre Dame in Paris last month was heartbreaking not only to the Catholic community but to anyone with an appreciation for the marvels of Western civilization and the treasures passed down to us by our predecessors. For 850 years, the cathedral has stood as a monument to man's ingenuity, his desire to create, and to the Christian faith itself. To illustrate just how historically significant Notre Dame is, let me give you a few facts. Construction on the cathedral began in the year 1160 and took close to 200 years to complete. It's rightly considered one of the finest examples of Gothic architecture in the world. Notre Dame is home to some of Catholicism's most sacred relics, including a nail from the true cross and the crown of thorns that sat atop Christ's head during the crucifixion. It was the site of France's first legislature, the coronations of Henry VI and Emperor Napoleon. It hosted the celebratory mass attended by Charles de Gaulle during the liberation of Paris. Notre Dame survived two world wars and countless acts of desecration, standing proudly for generations as a symbol of Paris. It is no surprise that nearly 13 million people travel each year from around the world to visit Notre Dame. For many of us, the images of its collapsing spires will never be forgotten. If nothing else, the destruction of something as historically significant as Notre Dame should give us all some perspective about our own place in history. Even while the fires raged, the pessimists had already rendered a verdict, declaring the cathedral to be lost forever. They said whatever would be built in its place, no matter how faithful to the original, would not be Notre Dame. Well, nothing could be further from the truth. We must acknowledge what was destroyed is lost forever. The structures that replace it will not be the same as those consumed by the flames. Thankfully, much of the cathedral's splendor remains intact. But even if every stone had been reduced to powder and every beam reduced to ash, the question of whether or not Notre Dame itself is gone could never have been one for us to decide. Rather, it's a question that must be answered in the fullness of time. All we can do, as the cathedral's current caretakers, is make sure the restoration it undergoes is worthy of its legacy. From our vantage point in modern day, it's easy to see ourselves as mere observers of history. Even those of us who view history as sacred can come to see it as static. The truth is, we're not spectators to history. We are part of the story. Likewise, the fire that consumes so much of Notre Dame will be a part of the cathedral's story, not the end of it. Sections of the cathedral lost to the fire will be rebuilt. It will again become a home to worshipers, a destination for millions around the world. But whether or not what replaces the old structures is worthy of Notre Dame is a question that future generations will answer. It is those who come after us that will decide if we were up to the task. If we take nothing else away from the fire of Notre Dame, it should serve as a reminder that today is not a final destination, but part of a much larger story. And that is the message of the day. For more commentary, please go to BillOreilly.com where you can actually see me. We will be right back with something you might not know. But first, we have all been reading about the exodus of some Americans from the heavily taxed areas of our country to states that embrace personal freedom, small government, and lower taxes. Now, if you are thinking of voting with your feet, you need to check out realestateagentsitrust.com. At realestateagentsitrust.com, they have a great agent where you currently live who will help you sell your home quickly and for top dollar. They also have the best agents where you want to move. So they'll work on your behalf to find you a great home and be your advocate so you can buy without the stress, worry, and travel of buying remotely. All the agents have been heavily vetted for their past performance and are, like you, fans of this program. They also are waiting to welcome you into their communities and help you find your dream home. So get moving with realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Now, the O'Reilly Update looks at accidental Edisons and the unlikely inventions that changed our world. The term inventor usually conjures images of intellectual heavyweights and historical figures like Thomas Edison or Alexander Graham Bell. But you might be surprised to find out just how many items we come across in our day-to-day lives that were actually the result of accidents. Here's my list of the top fortuitous inventions that accidentally changed our world forever. Number seven, when Ruth Wakefield, owner of the Toll House Inn, ran out of baker's chocolate while baking her famous chocolate cookies, She broke some semi-sweet chocolate into a small piece and added it to her dough. What she pulled out of the oven? The first chocolate chip cookies. Number six. In 1945, Percy Spencer, an engineer at Raytheon, noticed a candy bar in his pocket melted while he was standing in front of an active radar. After some investigation, he realized the phenomenon was a result of the microwaves the radar emitted. And the microwave oven was born. Number five. In 1968, Dr. Spencer Silver developed a low-tack reusable adhesive. Nobody could figure out what to do with the invention until his colleague, Arthur Fry, used it to post small notes in his hymn book. Now, nearly every office in America makes use of post-it notes. Number four. In 1898, two brothers accidentally left a pot of boiled grain on the stove. The dry and flaky result would eventually make the Kellogg brothers millionaires selling what we now know are cornflakes. Number three, after taking his dog for a walk in 1941, Swiss electrical engineer George de Mestral noticed burrs sticking to the pooch's fur. It led him to develop the hook and loop fastener, or as we call it now, Velcro. Number two, in 1853, a customer at the Moon's Lake House Restaurant kept complaining that his French fries were cut too thick. Annoyed, Chef George Crumb sliced them razor thin and fried them up, making the first batch of potato chips. And number one, biologist Alexander Fleming probably cursed his luck when he saw mold developing in one of his Petri dishes. That is, until he realized the mold was killing the bacteria inside. The world is now thankful Fleming kept an untidy lab. Without it, we would not have penicillin. We will be back in a moment. Many financial experts believe we are in a hidden recession. And make no mistake, they are worried. Some of these experts work for the largest banks in the country, names you'd surely recognize. It's important to think about ways to protect your family and your finances from what could be another financial crisis. Many Americans are turning to physical gold and silver to protect their retirement accounts and life savings. And a relatively new law allows you to own physical gold and silver as part of your IRA. To get you started, the Hartford Gold Group is gifting a free silver coin to all of my radio listeners. If you are listening right now, you can get this free silver coin from the Hartford Gold Group. No purchase is necessary. All you have to do is call 877-444-GOLD. 877-444-GOLD. Give them a call or text to claim your free silver gift for a limited time, 877-444-4653. Call or text today. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly, no spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.